There's about a thousand of these new meters downtown. You can still put a coin in, but they take credit and debit cards. So it will be easier to pay, but you'll have to feed the meter. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, another edition of Feed the Meter. Uh, took a little break, but listen, we always pump stuff out when we take breaks. We're not, you need a break once in a while, you know what I'm saying? All right, man, shout out to uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and um, uh, Laughable, and also Spotify. You can subscribe, search Feed the Meter uh, under podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Subscribe. Also, follow our IG page, Feed the Meter NYC, along on Twitter. Um, also, follow me at DJ Wanio, DJ J U A N Y T O. You know what I'm saying? All, also, also at the real DJ John. Please follow, subscribe, like, all that, man. Um, so, let's get to today's episode. Please welcome actress, model, IG model, and many things. Now she's making the records. Jacinia Vice. Is it Jacinia or Jacinia? Are, are you dropping the Vice or I that's what I, the, that's I, I dropped the Vice? You dropped yeah. the Vice. Okay. Jacinia, I'm just Jacinia. Jacinia. I felt like you know, right now I've I've outgrown a lot of my old stuff and starting, you know, a rebirth. Yeah. It's all felt like that, you know. If you're not growing, what you doing, right? Well, welcome. I appreciate your Thank time. Thank you for having so, me. So, is there just is that the name, or are you adding a last name? I'm I'm just keeping Jasenia. Okay. I'm just keeping Jasenia. I mean, especially when it comes to the music, you think about some of the greats: mm-hmm. Selena, Maya, mm. Shakira, Madonna. That's right. It's just one name, you know. So, I mean, you're gonna dream. If you're gonna dream, aim high. You gotta aim. Now, if there was another Jasenia out there, I'd do what all these other reggaeton artists would do. How about that? It would be Jasenia G. I can't think of any. <laughs> but it's not. So, so is it? Is it? What this? What this? Uh, Becky G. Becky G, Carol G. Carol G. Bunch uh, of G's. There's so many G's out there, right? And my last name actually starts with a G, but luckily there's Do it, not, just do it. No, just, no. no. <laughs> um, so okay, let's 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 uh where should we start? Um, let's see. I would think it may be early two thousands. Yeah. So you would say so there was a contest. You, you, yeah, there was a Kim Kardashian okay. contest. Tyra so t- was having this thing on her show. On her show. Yeah. Okay. It was live television. Okay. And a friend of mine was the executive producer of the show. She had me on it just to come and see what she did and the behind the scenes. And next thing you know, hey, would you want to be in the in the audience? And I was like, sure, I'd love to see what this whole thing looks like. I already know what it looks like from the back behind the of scenes. So, you know, prior to that, did you ever watch her shows? (laughs) I never watched the show. Okay. I never watched the show, but I knew Tyra Banks was this infamous Victoria's Secret model, worldwide model. So I was like, all right. So when they're doing my eyes, doing my makeup, I'm like, why do I have hair that's bigger than, you know, life? (laughs) Why would you say that? Why am I walking around with raccoon eyes? (laughs) What kind of hair was it? It was just tease. Tease. My hair is super straight. Wait, tease is what? Tease is when they, they grab the comb and then they kind of just do some damage to give you some volume. Okay. And make you just very voluptuous. Like Don King? Kind of like how Kim used to wear her hair very oh, curly okay, and okay, voluptuous. Okay. Okay. And yeah, sort of like that. If you if you kept, just, if you kept that up, that's the look that would have happened. I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> but okay, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, smoky eye, made me look like raccoon. Um, and this faja, they gave me this faja. And I'm like, <laughs> mind you, I'm, I, I work out. Right. So I feel like, damn, like I feel fat. Because Tyra, is Tyra saying that I'm fat that I got to wear these Spanx wow. underneath this tight ass dress? I mean, so. she would know because she <laughs> understands TV and modeling. Not but, you, but just like understand but had that. had I known what was happening, I'm there still a boba, like completely clueless of what's mm. happening. Next thing you know, it's in five, four, three. You guys are going up. I'm like, wait, what? 
Right. And it was luckily, you know, tengo pilas. I have brains. <laughs> so when they came to me and they asked me a question, like, what makes you think? Like, I'm not going to be like, I don't think I look like her because no one told me I was going to be on the show. I wasn't going to say that, you know. Right. So I said what I had to say. And the audience loved me. Tyra loved me. And ultimately, Kim loved me. So everybody unanimously picked me. Wait, Kim was there? Kim was there. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. She, she put the little crown on me, the little tassel. Fire. I'm there walking. I was, being take, I was being photographed from one of the most elite photographers that day of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his name is uh, Grant. And he's really, really amazing. He shot with some of the greatest people. And... That opened up a Pandora's box. I mean, the the following three years were amazing. And this is early. This Instagram. was 2010, and I think Instagram came around in 2012 or 13. All right. Because around that time, I had already had the Facebook, face, right. You know, like page. Were you on like the, Vine and stuff? The Twitter, yeah, all these other things. Okay. So everything was just once you're on TV. Mm. That was that was really how the world found you. Right. And if you're being crowned her lookalike, who one of the top beautiful women of the world especially at that time because that's all it was kim 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 then the following is gonna come right and the millions came really fast and traveling the world doing right. campaigns and it wasn't like oh here's kim's look like it was here's jesenia she right. was on the tyra show she won this contest now prior to did you before this where you're trying to be inspiring hosts or tv person what were you doing before this now that's <laughs> I think people want to know what we do before this, leading up to that. I was a college student, third year in my Where'd nursing, uh, Seton Hall. Okay. Yeah, I was it's like a, Maplewood era. Uh, South area. Orange, South, South Orange. Orange. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was a uh, my life. My parents came here with the dream of giving their kids an opportunity to become mm. doctors, lawyers, you know, all that stuff, right? Um, so I, I wanted to become a doctor, but I felt like there was that disconnect with patient client, you know. So I was like, I can't do that. Well, are you so trying I, to side more with the patient or the, the client? I was trying to, to, it's very political. And the more you're in the hospital, the more you realize the difference, that it's not even about taking care of people. It's about taking care of income, making the, yeah, making the course, hospital yeah. business. And that's why I, I decided to, roughly two years ago to, to, to resign and, and walk away and do this full time. But people don't know that I was juggling that plus this and right. a bunch of other things, you know. Um, but at that time, I was I was a nursing student third year, had one more clinical, and I didn't expect any of this to happen. Um, Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. Hey, can you read? Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you read words that move? Uh, I don't know. Let's try it. And here I am hosting shows like Mundos, MTV3, doing Mm. stuff with Telemundo, Univision. You know, the cool thing was like Spanglish was just beginning to be the thing back in that time. And now it's just like... It's so Na- free, natural. yeah, it's yeah. so natural. Which is so weird because we, as like, so you grew up in what Newark? I grew up in Newark, and then knowing that because I grew up in Westchester County, so my area was just pr- predominantly Italian and then Mexican. So mm-hmm. that's what I knew growing up, and then learning there was Colombian, Peruvian, you know, and then growing up in Newark is like a Portuguese. Is where I it's, grew up um, right right across from Pennington Courts, which is the hood. Uh, Okay. Project. Yeah, <laughs> it's still one of the most dangerous places, and it was then. Mm. Um, but it was borderline. Um, I went to a predominantly. It was a private school. Uh, my parents made sure uh, that I was not in my environment. But people that sent their kids to the schools that I went to right. were parents of all types. Actually, they were they were mostly Hispanic, mm. white, and black. Right. My high school was predominantly all black girls. That's why I'm. I'm I love the culture just as much as I love being Latina. I right. love the hip hop urban culture. Because that's what I was infused with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, so to me, I, I wasn't talking to friends that predominantly spoke Spanish. They just spoke English. So 
I practice my English more than my Spanish. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so funny when I do get interviewed in Spanish because sometimes it comes up like I'm like this Latina firing little thing that knows how oh, to speak I'm, it my so Spanish perfectly. Is the worst. It's, and then it's there are times the where it comes off worse. Like when yeah. the lights are off, it's like, damn, how do I say this word? But when the lights are on, it's like, I'm like a news broadcaster. <laughs> my, dad, my dad's like, you're like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, because when I'm in New York, whatever you're like, your Spanish is the worst. But in these moments, like we're in, in like in his hometown in Mexico, it's like, where does this person come from? Like, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I'm in, around not in my, my comfort zone, so I got to like turn it on. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a switch. There's an internalized switch in there. Yeah. And I say, hey, listen, even if it sounds like I'm talking with an accent, uh-huh. I'm at least speaking the the, the But tongue. that's you. That's yeah, your I'm, truth. I'm, that's what... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't... No one was bashing Selena. I mean, her father was probably the one person that was like, you got to learn how to speak Spanish for these interviews. And right. I remember watching a Cristina interview and she brought the Spanglish just like that. And with her charm, it was like, whatever, you, you, you know, understood. <laughs> do you know a Selena lyric? Is there like a particular song you know? Oh, oh. my God, there's a lot of songs. Um, Not the worst part. You don't have to. It's fine. I'm just... I love um, No Me Queda Más. Is it, give me a line. No me queda más. That's just two or three si words. Oh, there si we go. No me queda más. Yeah. There you go. See? <laughs> but I just, I just, it just, it goes more to back, um, just being appreciative growing up to like. Different culture. But when you, okay. So seeing you're, Selena. You're Mexican? Yeah. And in, and you're here at Hot 97. First one. You see how yeah. beautiful it is to see that fusion? Yeah. Because that's what we're here in America I didn't, for, I didn't, right? Honestly, I didn't really embrace, or I didn't uh, knew the spectrum of certain things doing radio or DJing other than that of being being from Mexico, being the first one. It didn't sink into probably like the last five years. Yeah. So I started realizing, oh, wait, I could own it but just like take it to another level and think about different things mm -hmm. and just holding it. Before it was just like, now I'm just from the block. And yeah. I and I knew that. Mm -hmm. And I knew that and how just understanding like, you know, going back to like visiting my my, uh, my dad's town and just seeing and appreciating what they really go through, what yeah. my parents went through. The like, hardship, oh. the struggle. Right. And not knowing five years, six years later, what we got to deal with, with, you know, the more conversation that's happened late, lately is DACA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's going on in the borderline? So that's like... It's it, scary to right. think that you could have been facing that years ago. Well, my parents, were, my parents were, 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 were arrested and they were going to be sent back to Ecuador when they were here no more than three months in the States. Well, you same know? way. And yeah. for whatever reason, they gave my parents an opportunity. They actually gave them a job and said, hey, if we find you a job and it's on the books, mm. would you work? What is it that you can do? Can you, can you, you know, file down jewelry and do it? My dad was like, yeah, my dad had never done any of that, but my grandfather did. And he, no, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> my mom, can you, can you sew things? My mom was a, a teacher, you know, she cooked, her parents owned a restaurant. She'll know how to cook and yeah. how to teach. So she was like, yeah, I can sew. And luckily they made something out of that. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm Ecuadorian. I'm the firstborn. My brothers grew up and, and were born in Ecuador. Right. So it's a culture shock for them, but it's so... Exciting for me to, to to especially for it being brand new, a story for our. So you're family. born in Newark. Yeah, I was I was born in Jersey. Do you get? Let me ask you this because I always I always ask people in certain situations. Did you ever get the notion when all right you're born here, your parents are from Ecuador, but do you ever get a sense of well, to Ecuador to uh, in Mexico, 
they consider me like a white person. White, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yep. Meaning that if like, oh, well, you're not from here, so you're not really here. You don't know us. You're not one of us. Right. Yeah. And you can't get a brace. Or if you're here, like, oh, you're you're from you're from Ecuador, you're from Mexico, you go back over there. I'm like, damn, damn if I do, damn if I don't. You I'll can't t- yeah. satisfy both worlds. I'll talk about a more recent thing. Um, okay. Something was happening in Ecuador where there was a, a rioting and protesting and it mm. was lasting more than it should, right? Um, and... I had been talking about it with my parents for a while because they're keeping me up to date. All my immediate family live in Ecuador, so I'm right. concerned. And between traveling, because my boyfriend and I get booked for 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 you know uh, festivals and music and performing, of course. I was like, I want to I want to handle this just like I handle everything that I I drop with love and 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 time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just do it on the spot and throw it out there and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I had filmed something talking about it, addressing the injustices cuz that's all I'm about. If I have a platform, I'm going to be an influencer. Yeah. What am I influencing, right? right? So I was about to edit it and all of a sudden I was getting these crazy ass messages from people that didn't even follow me on IG but figured out that I was Ecuadorian and decided to bash me. Mm. You're fa- take that banner off your Instagram. You're a fake Ecuadorian. You're not one of us. You can never be one of us because oh. you're not posting anything. You you rather talk about LGBT and you rather talk about, you know, black and hip hop, but you don't talk. There's a banner on my Instagram for the reason that I'm proud to be Ecuadorian. I'm yeah. proud to let it be known. I'm it's not like, there hiding who I am. Yeah, it's like, all right, Geographically, I wasn't born in this country. But the blood that's running in my body, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like that's just going to show of honoring, paying homage to your your parents yep. and showing the proudness that you have. Yep. they're teaching you to be proud of yep. where you came from. Yep, and, and that's always instilled. But when you show it, and other people that are born not born here, but when you don't show it, they're like, "Why aren't you showing it?" Oh man, and it's like, "Damn, if you do, damn if you don't." That that moment, I didn't get to show it. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna post the video up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's funny because I'm literally editing it right now. Okay, but I'm gonna post it up just so that I can shut you up. I got fleeing for like something that I didn't think of. It would affect numerous amount of like Latino rappers that had none to do. Mind you, did not know of mm-hmm. and did not know that they were so uh, powerful, influential. So. There was this um, thing that uh, I think it sparked when Joe Button was on a top rappers list, right? Oh, he's yeah. number three, right? Yeah, he's a so Virgo. <laughs> for the morning show, I did a, a funny version of it of top 10 Mexican rappers. Okay. So I put like random, not thinking whatever. And then after that, I put like a, to- a real list, like a real thought out list. Yeah. Mind you, rap was already... Like, it came from the Bronx. It mm-hmm, came from mm-hmm. this, so that origin. So I listed the top Mexican rappers who I thought who were influential. So I list a bunch of them. Is he Mortal Technique Mexican? No, I think he's, he's Peru- Peruvian. Oh. Yeah. He's Peruvian. They don't talk about the South American people. No, he's Ecuador. super fire. <laughs> he's fire. Super fire. Um, but I started listing names, and then I started throwing one in there, two in there. Like, they were like, nah, he's not. Me-. Like, games grandfather is Mexican. Okay. So I was like, well, he gets an on, on, like It was like an honorary mention, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But then I started listing by skill set, songs, history catalog. Anyway. Like you're so, not Mexican enough to be right. on the list. I was like, well, you're just shitting on people that are, that's their origin. That's their blood. It's sad because I grew up in Newark looking my way, mm-hmm. having white friends, having black friends, and not really identifying as anything but just a human being. Right. But then when you're around white people who are clutching over their purse because they see a Latin woman with their daughter, they think they're going to get 
robbed by. Right. Which is weird. Right. You know? And then you talk to your friends who are talking about the prejudice that they're facing. Right. And it's like, I can relate to you. I understand. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's wild to me because if you talk to me on the phone, right. you might think I'm American, like a white but girl. <laughs> the, the crazy thing is that I think that because everything's so PG or political mm-hmm. or something, you can't say this, you can't say that. You go to any country outside the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. They identify you by your, your color race. Yes, they do. Like yes, they whether do. you're in South America, whether you're in Jamaica, mm-hmm. whether you're in London, whatever. They are... They associate you with that, mm-hmm. but if you do it in the U.S., it's like no, we don't, we don't damn, we can't say that. Oh yeah, you're you're just being prejudiced now. Like like well, like oh, because it's a white, light skinned Hispanic, you automatically assume they're white, but really they're Hispanic, right? And it's like why I gotta be white? But it's right. like if you go to Latin American, they would say el blanco. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just comes down with that. My meaning. grandmother would say, oh my, uh, um. Yo soy ñaña. I'm like the black kid in the family because I have the darker skin out of all my brothers and mm-hmm, sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean brothers. And they're like, no, you're the black kid in the family. I was like, <laughs> I, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, I, And I'm not processing like it's a bad thing. I'm like, oh, my skin my skin is darker than everyone else. Mm-hmm. In the summer, I'm like super dark. So I get I feel it. Like, I feel like it comes, it, there's a, a shift in people, especially with social media. They feel that they can project toxicity and negative energy because they're hiding behind a keyboard especially now which is why i'm happy instagram is taking away likes because to me you like it i like it i actually do like it i'll be real honest with you i was one of those influencers that would be like oh my god i I posted it right now i gotta work the shit out of it right now for the next 30 40 minutes even an hour and then be bummed because for whatever reason the algorithm just didn't hit for me and i only got three thousand likes instead of getting 30,000 likes like I did on that photo that I posted last week. And it, it becomes... Were you ever wor- were you tapped in for as like you were worried about that? Or you were just thinking of I think a, at of one a point competitive... I, was, I think at one point I was just worried about what are these companies that are looking for influencers with engagement, right. thinking, you know? Um, hit or miss sometimes and my boyfriend he can he can speak for this as well like there are companies that literally say you got to post this at this time but he knows very well it ain't going to perform good because my optimum time is between this time and this time and it's so crazy to think that way when really you want to post something because you like it you post it so i feel like the followings are always going to be there you'll see this person has half a million followers this person has a thousand followers but you're not now looking at how many likes does a person have. And I feel that in a way, I was on both sides. I was the person that was obsessed about it, mm. especially when I lost my Instagram and I had to rebuild. I was never worried about because I knew no one lo- loves my ugly face. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about that and shit. And now I'm like, I, 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 guess I see a lot of good. I, I know why they want to do it. But what I think they really, really should do is monitor these hate accounts that literally right. harass and troll and bully and right. this is why, like, as a survivor of domestic violence and bullying as a kid, right. I use my platform to still talk about things. And I feel like the world don't like positivity. So let me add to, before we deep dive into that, because I think that's, that's, well, of course, that's super important. But there's other, fact, there's other factors into it. So there's the person that films what's going on, mm-hmm. whether a fight's happening in domestic violence mm-hmm. or a fight or something happening in Popeyes. There's a person who's acting inside the video, either the fighter or the person getting attacked. And that's so go, like it's so like... Influential? No, but I just think so like, it did, it just... Dehumanizes people? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why I feel like 
it's sad because social media is supposed to keep people social right. and connected. It's so weird because like you want to see, all right, you want to see the shit happening because that's the evidence, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I get it. But then I feel it's a double standard where because the victim is getting abused, but then someone's holding the camera yeah. and not doing nothing. Oh my, and, but you need the proof to show that this shit's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then you're like, fuck, do I help mm-hmm. or do I help I, in the long run? Yeah, I feel like now with cameras, it's become a tool to assist, meaning they can film, right? Because there's right. proof. Because without proof, it's your word against my word, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, but it doesn't hurt to use that phone and call 911 and do that first. Mm. And I say that because there are times that I can remember that it would happen literally in public. And I'm asking people as he's pulling my hair into the car. Yo, I got two pieces know, in the club. <laughs> Yo, to this day, I can't, I can't DJ in this club. I got two piece by someone I was dating, mm-hmm. and since then I was like, can't perform there yeah, yeah, or yeah. DJ there. But I'm good friends to own it to this day, mm-hmm. and we're like, well, how can we move forward? He's yeah. like, we just got to figure this out. It's tough. It's tough because then it becomes political, especially as an entertainer. Like back then, I was dating someone that was bartending at some of the hottest spots that I was hosting. Right. And it was like, how do we make this work? You got to eat and make money. I got to eat and make money. And it's it's tough. Right. You know, a lot of people sadly, you know, uh, sided mostly with me, and that affected him. And I'm I'm a very like empathetic well, person when it comes to stuff. But at the same time, I said, you know what? I need to outgrow my space. Right. I need to get out of my comfort zone. So if I'm making money here, I can make money somewhere else. And New York has always been my playground. So yeah. I, I, I kind of left Jersey a little bit and just put my effort and focus in New York. And it adopted me so well where I'm here where I am right now. But I'm, I'm always going to remember where, where, where it held me down. Knowing Jersey. that it's a sensitive subject to you, where does it start? Where it's comfortable for you to tell where you start seeing the certain symptoms or where did it start for you? I feel like for a lot of people, and this is what I say, right. my story is no different than anybody else's story that's been victimized by abuse, okay? Mm. We don't fall into liking somebody that puts their hands on you. We don't fall in love with someone that's gonna hit you and hurt you. Right. We fall in love with the charmer. We fall in love with the friend. We fall in love with the guy and girl everybody likes. Right. So what happens is now you're deep in on a different level and when it happens, you see it. There, There is that red flag and you know it, but in your mind, you're like, he's not going to hit me. He's not going to hit me. She's not going to hit we me. Don't know, gonna, we don't know yeah. what's going to happen. You're <laughs> and, not thinking that way. And then ta-da, yeah. it happens and then you're like, wait, while it's happening, it's so surreal. It's so surreal. It's like everything kind of silences and it feels slow motion and it's crazy because every type of punch that you get, you don't really feel it till after the fact because your adrenaline kind of puts you in this, you know, fight or flight. And I'm not a fighter. I'm, I'm five foot one. So I'm not there pretending. I've never been in a fight. I'm not going to pretend to act like I know what I'm going to do in a right. fight because I don't. So you curl up into a ball and while it's happening, you're kind of like in disbelief that it's happening. And then you decide I got to go. But then comes the charmer. I'm sorry I was drunk. I'm sorry I was this. I'm sorry I'm that. Don't don't give up on me. You know what? You don't love me. And it's like, I do love you. It's just that I love me. But then you're so far into it. For some people like myself, I was already living with the guy. Right. So it was like. It was a harder process to depart from yourself from that and to separate yourself because you were living. Yeah. And then all my things are there. Shit. Can I come back and get it? I highly doubt it. Yeah. You know, uh, when his 
friend uh, tried helping me leave the first time. It, we both got hurt. He hurt me and the girl that was helping me. Oh. So it was kind of like, I don't want to bring anybody else in because look what happened when she was trying to help me move just a few things right. out of the house. She and got you, her ass Do you feel like too. you asked a friend and that didn't work out or it, whatever happened, mm -hmm. did you feel that you didn't want to bring more attention to it because you're just like, you just want to get out of the situation? Yeah, I felt like I didn't want to bring anybody else in that could be hurt in harm's way. Mm -hmm. I was no longer thinking about my livelihood i was thinking if this is as bad as it gets i'm right. good with it because on monday tuesday wednesday we're fine thursday friday saturday sunday are the problems because that was club night where he was working oh so this I, sucker was <laughs> oh what a sucker so, so i was just like all right why could he be just honest say you know what i like you maybe we shouldn't date and then so he could be single and do x y and z well, that's what it was well the thing is it was him he wanted to have his cake and eat it too what it well, what the thing is, it's not a, like he would take me to work. So while he was bartending and watching me, he'd be mad if somebody came up to me and asked me for a drink. And I'm like, no, my boyfriend is the bartender. It's, gotta it's be not a my fault. It's gotta be a Scorpio. Sag. Yeah. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> Sag. But, yeah. but what happened was con control. I was not allowed to be by myself. I was mm -hmm. not allowed to be by myself at home. And if I was allowed to be by myself, he, it was one of those double locks that lock in the outside and the inside. Yeah. So you need a key to get out from the inside. And I couldn't get out. So there were times that I'd be stuck in my apartment. Oh, man. Because I was like, listen, I don't want to fight. So, so maybe much... I should just stay home and you go work. Because me going to the, cl the club while your bartending distracts you. And then you get mad at me. And now you're beating on me because of some dude coming here to try to buy me a drink at a bar. Because I'm by myself standing there. You know? Yeah. So it was kind of like, it was rough. It was like. I also feel like substance plays a huge factor. I feel like people that are not happy with themselves also lash out on other people. I don't think it's excusable. I don't think it's a reason to be a certain I think way. He was, he was, I think he was struggling. And I feel like at that time, do I, yeah. think, do I think men and women can change? I think that they can when life gives you opportunities to change. Right. Whether it be you find someone that helps you change, whether it's a child, a kid in your life, and you're like, damn, I got to change. So it's been so long. I think it's going on eight years now that this had happened to me last. And I just try to live my life as best as I can and celebrate it. I'm, everyone's like, you know, you got to live in the real world because I've been through shit. Yeah. I, I've been through shit. You know, I was bullied to the point when I was a kid that I tried to hurt myself. You know, I have the scar here that reminds me of my stupidity. Right. You know, I remember starving myself because I was 285 pounds and I hated my body. Right. You know, I remember when I lost the weight and I got attention and girls were bullying me and cut and putting gum in my hair and I had to cut my hair. I, I, I've been through struggles, yeah. but I did not allow it to make me into a bad person or a mean person. Right. I just want to be positive and and it's easier said than done because it takes work to be positive. Did it takes a lot more work to be positive. And I felt like there was a more, early on, you found a way to figure out how to get through this shit rather than, you dealt with the downs, but you always figured it out. Yeah. Always, the world always figured it out for me. It, mm. it gave me the signs and I realized, okay, if I go back to this person, last time he almost killed me. And the reason why I'm alive is because I'm waking up in the hospital. You know, now everybody knows shit hit the fan. Now it's real. Everybody right. knows. And whoever loves me is not going to let me go back. I know that if I go back, I will be, I will die. You know, I'm, and that was the biggest thing in my head. Like I was like looking at the people that I love most suffering because I just didn't know how to love myself. I was right. looking for love. I was looking to be loved. That happens. Yeah. So 
it taught me a huge lesson. Mm-hmm. It taught me a huge lesson. Did it make me a little bit more guarded? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did yeah. it did it did it complicate things for me in my relationships later to come? Yeah, because of the guarding this. Yeah. Um did I did I realize that I I don't deserve to be a, a punching bag? Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I realized that, you know. The body's so resilient. It's crazy to think yeah. about the injuries that I went through, broken bones, fractured skull, you know, uh, all these crazy things. And to be like I'm here. I wake up in the morning sometimes with my leg like a bum and he has to massage it for me because this is post. Good job. Good job. <laughs> these are things I got to deal with. Injuries. As the years progress, my body's going to tell me more and more of what I went through. Right. And what I want to do with my story and yeah. my life and in my music mm. is just to bring some colorfulness into the world because I feel like it's so negative. Yeah, and I think that part plays into like You've lived through a portion of life, and then you're able to put that stuff in the music. Yeah. Yep. Um, empower. Uh, how much of that empower numbers? How much is that? Empower em- numbers. I actually kind of. We can break it down. Like what the song is, if it's not related to what you're. Well, power numbers is really about the 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 haters hating on what's positive Mm -hmm. and kind of like deflecting it because I know where I'm at and I'm with who I want to be with and I'm where I want to be. And for me, I I love numerology. I love astrology. So power numbers for me was... (laughs) What? Do you have crystals too? I I had crystals. I used to practice that, but no, saging is really good. Homegirl. Saging is good. Right, 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 right. Um, We're we're talking about saging the house and us, but I get cleansed. I have a, a spiritual healer. Yeah. She gives me cleansing, so I go there and she does da 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 da. But power numbers is really about the trolls. I think somewhere in there it says, you know, you're scrolling, scrolling on my Instagram, trolling on my grams, and it's funny because it says, I don't need a man, just the one holding my hand. And then there's like a little rap version talking about everything I kind of went through. Everyone thinks I'm an overnight sensation, but I've been putting in the work. You know, that was power numbers. Ammo for me was a song that I've been wanting to do for years, and it was about my domestic violence without it being so literal. Right. I wanted whoever heard the song be like, yo, F that. Yeah, I don't need that negativity in my life because it's about, the the main core about it was leaving anything or anyone that's toxic to you. Whether it's your friend that's too much and it's like, yo, you're really ruining my my, my mojo or whether it's your family member or whether it's your your partner, your your lover, your this. Um, But for me, the music video was about my story as a survivor of domestic violence and kind of saying peace out. I'm I'm good. I love myself. Right. You know, um, I think at one po- point it says, I feel like I'm sleeping with the enemy. When I leave you, I'll leave you with the memories. So I'm fast. not the person that, you know, the difference between you and me is that I'm here moving forward and you're going to be here looking back. Right. And there was a lot of good stuff in there in that song. And um, I'm, I mean, I, there was a lot. So I'm, I'm looking at what was prepped and there was from that, IG gone, got mm-hmm. deleted, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were at how many? Um, what's the number? It, it was a little thousand shy from two million. What the two million? Yeah, you know, just you can. That's, that's wrong with nothing. Two million. It's just nothing, you know. Nothing. <laughs> um, but then so much positivity came from it. Now with you, uh, so what was Snake like? I met him a couple of times. Super I haven't cool met deal. the man and I want to one day, but he came across my DMs and I and at first I was nervous. I was like, no, not you, DJ Snake. Like, I was scared to open it. 
And when I opened it, it was... <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? Because, all right, so Justin Bieber slid in my DM saying, hey, if you're ever in LA, let's hang out. Right. At the time, I was hosting uh, This Is Vice at, at This Is 50 okay. um, for, uh, for for 50 Cent. Was this before? So wh- This was, was after. I took, all right, so my abuser What's situation... What's the break so I know in time frame? All right. 2013 Tyra no 2010 Tyra Banks 2011 12 13 I'm traveling the world international doing crazy stuff yes. living la vida loca right making it. a lot of money <laughs> then I fall in love with someone who wasn't good and when I said I'm not coming back to you deleted everything changed passwords had no access to things yeah. blah 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 took a break um, and I think that was the time I met you. I was literally gun ho going to push a song called "In Love with the DJ," which Diddy had co-signed. All the major DJs in the in in, in the tri-state area had co-signed. It was called "In Love with the DJ" for all mm-hmm. the DJs out there. Um, and it was crazy to have people like DJ Clue, Johnny Marines, DJ Camillo, all there coming through and show love. So it was really, really, really humbling. Mm-hmm. But it all crashed down, and I feel like why? Because that situation. Because of my situation, yeah. But that how did that affect? The music afterwards. Oh, I was not even interested in the music. Oh, okay. With the music, what came, you know, the music's never easy. It's never a straight line. Right. So on top of my personal, on the business side, I had a Sony single deal offered to me. From that song? From that song. Dope. And it would have been dope if we all signed it. Oh. But people get a little greedy sometimes and they're like, yo, right. I wrote this much lines in this thing, so I should get 4% more than y'all. And it's like, you gonna fight over four percent? Right. Like if I was willing to, but Johnny Marines, who's a good friend of mine and mentor, he manages Romeo Santos, was yeah, like, yeah, no. Of he was like, no. Nobody here has egos. If there's three people on this, there's three people we split and divvy up. If it's three, three, point three, three, that's what it's gonna be. Right. He's like, if it's two people, you split it in in, in, in two. Right. If there's ten people, we split it into ten. There's no egos here. Right. He's telling that to the kid, and the kid who has never been doesn't know. He probably heard. Yeah, yeah. Then you got another kid who's being managed by somebody. He's Waka Flocka's uncle. Um, wanted to manage me and was like, "Yo, I'm not having my artist sign this unless you sign to me." And I was like, "Yo!" And I I realized how shady the music business was, and I said. Yeah. Oh my God, here I'm dealing with this craziness in my life and now this is happening and then the crazy craziness happened after that. That's why I was like, you know, I'm not even, this is the world telling me something. Right. You know, and it didn't happen. So that was 2013. Um, nobody signed anything. My personal life went to, went crashed down. So, so with it went my career. Mm-hmm. And then I took some time off and I came back and that's when you probably seen me more with the vines because that's- So now we're fast forward to what? 20- 2016. 16, okay. Yeah. The Vine was a big thing, but then Vine died like in 2017. Yeah. It was crazy, but <laughs> as big as it, it helped me create a following on my Instagram. Of course. Um, Instagram, as you know, has changed. The mm-hmm. algorithm is not as easy as it was I knew before. when they stopped doing everything chrono- chron- chronological. Yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it was a problem with it. Oh, they're just fucking people. X, yep. X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah. Now it's like fixing it. I'm like, all right, yeah. it's going to be what it is. And then I don't see nothing to like... 24 hours when they posted that time ago yep. that long ago I was yep. like didn't make no sense it, it really didn't and it, it's it's tough when you're an artist that's putting out new content mm. that you just want to be seen and heard right it's not even about like my like 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 leave me a comment like 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 it's about hey I have a song we worked really hard on my team and I right link in bio that's you what know? I think people kind of fell back and then or not fell back or just like you know what 
I need a faster way to reach people, which they stuck with Twitter because it was so... Yeah, tw- I've never left Twitter. Tw- I mean, right. obviously when that happened, I lost it. But, you know, I have a good 60,000 followers on my Twitter and they just wait for me to tweet. Sometimes right. I go absent for months and then I tweet and it's like, oh, she's alive. And retweet, retweet, retweet. <laughs> but here we are present time. And between then and now, I've evolved. I've evolved as an artist. I've evolved as an entertainer. I mean, I feel like right now I'm... I'm, 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 I'm I'm in the process of reading for a featured film. Um, we're, we're, we're ready to get that going. I'm excited. We, we just finished doing a play where I was the lead. Um, fun background information on that is that, you know, just like everything happened accidentally with me. Right. Because I was a nursing student going for my RN. Mm-hmm. I never finished my bachelor's. I ended up working to get my CNA and then my LPN. I right. never finished for my, my bachelor's. So you, do you end up going back? I ended up going back to get those two, but I haven't gone back since. Honestly, after I left the hospital, my, my intent was to get my bachelor's. Right. But then I said, yo, this is such a shady. This is just as shady as as the music entertainment business that I said, you know what? F it. I have a platform. I have a voice. I have a following. If I could help people here on a one-to-one level, imagine if I can help people worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I do. What's influencing the music now? Like the, what, it's, it's that... that my boyfriend has inspired me to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the reason why I took time off with the music too was not finding any inspiration and not finding someone that could help me do and deliver my message with with creativity. And you know, he's an artist himself, and okay. he's been doing it f- forever. Music artist or just music artist? Okay, yeah, he plays instruments as well. Yo, man, you here? <laughs> you might as well get the plug. You might as well- <laughs> yeah, his name is Jamie Wilson, and. Um, he, it's crazy. Like when you know, you just know, like you're like, wait, I feel like I've known this person my whole life. Right. And then you kind of just, it's, relationships are hard. I'm sure when you come here at work and you see the same people, you kind of maybe bump heads, something, da, 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 but then you come back and it's all love. Right. Romantic relationships are like that. And then when you're working with the person, it's the same way. So it's like finding that balance, finding that core and it's crazy. We, I think we both challenge each other right. on different aspects. I'm not perfect. And, and, and I think that with what I went through, even with my ex that was abusive. Because you're trying to execute a plan and something in your, your crea- yeah. a creative idea in yeah. your own way. Yeah. And you have someone that's also creative yep. execute their own way. Yep. So was, is there any, was there an idea that you guys like didn't, just didn't see eye to eye, but then come out great? There was an idea. We, can, we have a puppy. And her name is Chai Latte. She has a following. Who came up, who came up with the name? <laughs> well, he pointed out that she looked like Chai because I love the Chai Lattes. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, my God, that little spot looked like Chai. I was like, oh, my God, her name would be Chai Latte. He's like, yeah, let it, or he did. I don't really know. All I know is Is it a boy or girl? It's a girl. Okay. She's a girl. People always say it's a boy, even though she wears pink stuff. Um, but DJ Snake shared her. So she's a little bit cooler than me because... DJ Snake never shared my stuff. He just shared a chai latte palm thing. He just told me power numbers is dope. Keep doing it. We spoke for a while. He mm-hmm. he basically gave me the biggest advice. He said, do not stop regardless on whatever people say. Because that song is dope. Keep working at your craft because yeah, yeah. no one like me. Right. You know? And that was real to me. Same thing with Timberland. Timberland was like, yo, this sounds really good. Keep at it. And I was like, till my last breath. I'm going to keep doing that. It's a little bit difficult with the right. acting world and the music world because the music... My boyfriend and I can create at our home studio and we have access to a studio, record something professionally and pump it out. With the acting, it's like, oh, you have to f- go to castings. You got to find audition. You got to find it unless yeah. you know somebody that's going to represent you yeah. or be your agent. Or if it, when you're creating that, 
it's you got to find the funding for it and, and all those yeah. other things. And there's like a lot, it changed yeah. me. I was doing the acting because of my following back then, because of my, my, my resume, because I was climbing up the ladder. I went from this girl that won a contest to a model, to a TV host, to a radio personality to, Oh my God, she can act. And then I was getting roles, mm-hmm. you know, but I lost all that. And right. now it's like, how do you start? And it's just, it's totally different genre of things like everyone that i knew in the tv film world are now doing music like they're all working at sony or rock nation and it's like damn you were just working at you know universal films and 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 all these other stuff warner brother films and now they're not so it's really weird and crazy but i know one day i will get to do one of my life goals right which is to be on tv and and I, i i've been speaking into the existence of course whether it be playing a role or a small feature role, I love Modern Family. I would love to be Sofia Vergara's like niece or you know there you go. something. Just put it out there. <laughs> what? So in this new age of just everything streaming, like this a thousand and ones with the new Disney Plus and X Y and Z, do you? Th- there's definitely more opportunity out there for anyone or with the following. No, what fun would just like for the the creation of just, you know, being an actor, an actress. The talent. Or, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Honestly, there's a lot. And this is why I like to collaborate with independent, you know, everything's like indie artists, mm-hmm. aspiring actors, aspiring makeup artists, because if you have the talent, sometimes it's sad you don't have the eyes and ears. So, hey, let's do something together. Right. Because I'll help you, you know, put you on. One of my makeup artists right now has done major stuff with elite celebrities right. why because he was doing my makeup for black men magazine smooth magazine maxim magazine i always said hey put his name on it right. and i would tag 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 share now ronnie is in la creating a whole thing running the world with patrick star doing some amazing things and it's like i'm so proud right. that i can 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 you and i have these these memories these stories and he's always been nothing but grateful i have other people that you know, I used to rock with back in the day when I had millions of followers that I helped put on too that are now killing it. You know, I have this guy. He's a uh, he's an actor. He's he's doing great stuff. I've seen him a lot on on HBO. I've seen him a few things on Netflix, and it's like whoa! Like right. you know, I believe in paying it forward, and hopefully the universe will do the same with me at one given point. So dope, yeah. But right now, I'm just gonna do whatever I can in my power and control. What's um. So where did TMZ come from? Like I'm looking, I seem like, yeah, I'm throwing the stuff out there. Nothing, you tell me the story. <laughs> I'm gonna throw stuff out there. TMZ, week. nothing bad, nothing bad. Um, I've always. But why you gotta say nothing bad? I, oh, because TMZ is bad. Because TMZ is always about gossip and oh my god, this person slept with this person and this person fought with that person. Um, I was in LA shooting something with Univision. I had never been. I've been to LA a hundred thousand times. I had never been in its water. So it's nice and warm, and I have a bathing suit, and I'm like, can I just dip in? Because now that I'm done, hair, makeup is irrelevant at this given point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And I, I, I went, and I enjoyed it, and I was there having fun with the waves. I love water. I'm a Virgo baby. I'm a September. I love the ocean. So I was just there. And it took you... W- Wait, how many times have you been to LA before you went to a bunch, a bunch of times? And it was but you're my not first thinking time. of going to the water. You're just in light. In it was LA. always work. It was always work. It's like okay, you're here for two days. You gotta, you come in, morning, shoot, shoot, shoot. You leave tonight. Bye. <laughs> and I never had the time. And since we wrapped up, thank God I know how to read teleprompters. Uh, we wrapped up faster than we thought. It was time to. Time to. I was like, listen, I'm not going to the airport without not going in the water. And it's crazy because. 
I don't. I, I look at those pictures and I'm like, damn, my body look good. But I'm like, damn, why, you know, I'm one of those people. Like, you're at the beach. Why are you wearing like lashes and stuff? And people were coming at me like, yo, why is she trying so hard? I was at work and I just relaxed. Like, I didn't even care about going being seen with people or without makeup. They get extra. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not being. I didn't put makeup get, on to go to the beach. People are acting extra for you. Them thinking themselves that you're acting, acting extra. Yeah. When really it was just I finished my job and I just right. wanted to enjoy the simplicities of life. <laughs> Um, Cardi B, Nicki Jam. What's going on with that? Uh, your relationship with Nicki Jam or Nicki Minaj? This is Nicki Jam. Nicki Jam. There's yeah. no problem. Nicki Jam follows me. Um. All right. So Cardi B. Yeah. Cardi B and I follow each other. Uh huh. Um. IG algorithm makes it so that they'll catch you together. Top, yep, yep. Yep. So my comments come up at the top of her post. It was never an issue for people until right. a Nicki Minaj troll account made it an issue and this is where i talk about social media and its influence on others oh. they basically started saying this girl's thirsty she's clout chasing and this came from a nikki troll account mm. okay now everybody's seeing this and they're like yo why are you trying so hard yeah. and i'm like i'm leaving a comment to this person that i've left comments for years right now my comments are showing up and that's wrong because I'm saying something good. Right. I'll never understand why people hate seeing a woman leaving another woman love, especially when it's other women that are there saying us women should uplift each other. Like literally some of these accounts of real people, their headline is <laughs> empowered woman empowering women. But you're coming at me and dragging me for leaving this woman a comment. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's weird. And it's like, you're judging me and you don't even know me. And then some people literally go on my page and are like, yo, I had you all wrong. But it all stemmed from a Nicki Minaj troll account. Now, here's the thing. Nicki and Cardi don't like each other. Who started the beef? Neither of them. It's, it's he say, she say type of thing. Super I nice. feel like it's the industry trying. To, it's, it's white America saying we can't have two women of color right. in the urban scene influencing other people so one's got to reign and the other one's got to go mm. and i feel like that's what it is and now you're talking about cardi b who is probably one of the realest entertainers in the world mm. she don't sugarcoat nothing no she's like yo i am i did what i did i'ma own it i came from where i came from i'ma own it yeah my teeth are whack but i'ma fix it when i did yes this is yeah and that's and that's but that's so true and that's so true to life where no matter who it is and i think that if we get that person, it just transcends more. Yeah, more people can con connect and relate and say, damn, if I had money, I'd fix my teeth too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people that hate on people that do things like... Or try to better themselves or yeah. like that. Yo, all right, what's the last <laughs> thing you did that was like, oh, fuck. Yep, I need to do that. For me, it was unfollow someone I knew from high school. I'm like, I don't need to follow this person. Yeah. I, like, I didn't understand why. Like, there's no... I knew this person first... In my early years, but there's no connection now. There's no like interaction. No, oh, oh my god! I then left it alone. I, yeah, but I didn't like celebrate or nothing. I'm like, ah, I guess I don't need to follow this person. Yep. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So I'm finding certain things in life like that doesn't make sense. All Honestly, right. I'll be real with you. Um, I was having an issue with with a family member. They're married into the family, and oh, it, they don't count. It got to the point where it got to the <laughs> point. It got to the point where I was like, why are you and I even following each other if we don't? 
like each other. I'd be like, the first one to say, no, nah, I don't fuck with my cousin. So, ASAP. So I was like, I have no I'm problem. just going to unfollow. And I was like, heads up, because I know some people get very sensitive about it. And I've right. been hearing so much stuff coming from somebody. Like, they're like, yo, such and such said this. Come on, can you, such and such, you know, said this. Can you? So I gave them the heads up. Like, listen, you and I have been having issues. There's tension. I'm, I was only following you because of this person who's blood. And I respect. I don't have to like you, but I have to respect you. But you also have to respect the fact that we shouldn't be following each other. So I'm going to unfollow you. Right. And to me, I actually felt so good because I was like, all right. I, since then, there's been no drama, no issue, no no tension. But it's crazy how like the power of an unfollow can mortify some people. I hate that shit. I hate, I, <laughs> I hate social media has an influence on something that you're creating in your own mind. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. it's, well, why do you like this person? Oh, well, you ain't putting us in the... I'm like... That does no effect. Like this, it doesn't affect me. It's a tool of whatever you want to use it for. But once it takes over your own livelihood, I think that's a problem. I think that Instagram is like a like a, a, a journal of photos. That's really? what I really thought when I first got back on Instagram because fitness is such a big role in my life. Mm-hmm. I love the gym. My boyfriend can vouch. He was like, "You're the first girl that actually likes to go to the gym." I love you, you know. And I'm like. You're the first dude I could actually work out with because, you know, people sometimes don't like seeing their girl being checked out on because of the yoga pants, you know, which is guys need to relax on that. Like, don't right. look at me. I came to work out. Don't look at my don't sexualize. Good me, job. You know, but yeah. So so it's it's crazy. Like I put po- I posted up a video because I've been I've been lifting weights since I was 23. Right. I'm 35. Right. And did you ever use that in competition or it was I competed. I competed. Oh, okay. My life, I've done a lot. Okay. I've worn a lot of hats and I've done a lot Sports? of things. Um, bodybuilding. I competed. Uh, Set. Yeah. Okay. I competed for 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 uh, figure. So what was that? What's it called? I don't know. I'm just. Uh, there's an NPC and is... then there's the Arnold. God, there's so many things. I have no idea it's... what you say. I actually, Arnold, but I know he's. I actually hosted um, for a fitness network. Um, okay. I was a TV host for them. Uh, Generation Iron. They're worldwide known. It's a, it's a, it's. It's a whole industry and mm-hmm. a world and life of its own. It's a beast. Um, but I love working. Help out. me out. Yeah. So I think other people out there that I super battle with weight. For the last four or five years, it goes up and down. There'd be some periods I just like not care. Some periods I'm like, I'll go to a real trainer and would train and it just, it falls out. So for, there's a lot of people out there that deal with it because yep. you had you were up to what two eighty? I was up to three hundred. Wow, no way. <laughs> the pictures that I have up there, I was like two eighty, two seventy five. The pictures that I have out there, I never like taking pictures, so it's really hard to find. But I have footage. I could definitely be right. like, "That's me right there." You see? <laughs> so in in your way to put out positivity out there and powerful words, what powerful motivation you could give to people like that who want to like do it but just. There's some powerful motivation you want to spread out there. They say that it takes anywhere from 30 to 60 days for something to become a habit, right? Mm -hmm. It's not even about let me go and lose weight. It's about let me go and be healthy and feel good about myself. If that means me losing a little bit of weight makes me feel good about myself or being a little bit stronger makes Mm -hmm. me feel good about myself or just knowing that I'm doing something for myself makes me feel... Getting to the gym seems to be the, the, the hardest and most difficult thing. If you can just at least get up Get in the car, drive yourself to the gym. Maybe not even step foot in the gym, but right. do that consistently. Right. You just accomplish the most difficult thing, which is getting there. Once you're there, mm-hmm. 
Time kind of goes by fast. I know I know it's scary for some people because it's like, all oh, these people know what they're doing and they're going to be looking at me. They're not looking at you. I go to the gym. I'm focused on myself. I'm stressed the hell out. I need to, I need to pump this real quick. I need right. to do this real quick. I feel good. I'm out. When I was competing, it was stressful because it was like, I got to weigh my, my macros. I got to weigh this. This is you how many eat carbs. Things. This is, it's got to be cooked away a certain way. And it was honestly the most unhealthiest thing to put your body through. Yeah. That world of competing is pretty unhealthy because a lot of the times women and men then have to steer to other things, supplements, which, yeah, you can get at GNC or over, you know, over the counter, but then you're going extreme to mm-hmm. the illegal world and that's dangerous. I never wanted to get there and desperate times call for desperate me- measures. And yeah. I was telling my boyfriend this on the way here. I took this thing. It was supposed to help me cut faster, right. burn my fat faster. Right. And uh, it's supposed to be for asthma people. And what happened? You have asthma? No, oh. but it's a steroid that 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 cuts the fat. Right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm taking it. I took it the wrong way that my, my, my can I say the word? Yeah. I mean, okay, the yeah. clitoris <laughs> got yeah. enlarged. Yeah. And I felt like I had a little thingy thingy. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, nothing's worth me. No, no. And I stopped. Right. So it made me think like, are they- <laughs> it gave me a thingy. I was like, oh my God. Wait, 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 what, it, what? It made my pee pee grow. It made my pee pee grow. Your little clitoris came out. And I was like, ah. I was like, what she is it? She was popping, man. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It was so bad. I was like, why do people do this to themselves? Uh. And, you know, uh, after that, I said, I'm not doing that. I'm going to just stay straight, clean, eat good, work out hard, and end of story. But Jesus. And that, honestly. Yo, the Uber, the Uber the Uber yeah, the Uber driver was looking at me. Like, he overheard the conversation. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I grew I grew a little man there. I was like, hi. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever watched the porns of the female bodybuilders that are very jacked? And you kind of see. Well, how do we get the out? poor bodybuilders? Wait, what? I'm just saying, you'll know what it looked like if you ever watch. Just, you just YouTube. Yeah, you told. YouTube bodybuilders. Female, porn. female bodybuilder porn. Okay. And you will see what I'm talking about. It's like a little baby leg. It's like a little baby leg. It goes bloop. No. <laughs> Mine was not like that at all. But I'm, <laughs> mine was not like your that. Your man's at all. here. I'm gonna. <laughs> it just. Not going it was like wait. It was like this. It was like this. I'm so mad. <laughs> This is funny. This is, oh, you know, that's not there. I stopped taking it. No more steroids. No more. No. There you yeah, go. That, I, I took it for two weeks. I took it for two weeks. It was an oral steroid. And it, it no, I was like, I can't do that. It's going to be very uncomfortable. Oh, where <laughs> but can, what I could tell people is yeah. just get to the gym. Yeah. And, and don't stress yourself out about it. Don't compete in bodybuilders and don't take any asthma steroid tablets because unless you want. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's just motivating yourself getting there. I remember times that when I first started, I'd go to the gym and be like, uh, oh, I'm here. I'll, I guess I'll do 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. I'll just do 20 minutes in the car. Go back home. Next day, I'll go two days later. Oh, I don't really want to work out. But I got here. So oh, you had now, you And now it's like I'm system. there. Now I'm there. Well, before even him, actually, I preferred. I prefer. I was the type of person that would prefer to, to work out by myself. Mm. Like, have someone spot me? What's that? You know, right. when I was competing. Of course, when I had to, two months um, out before a show, I had to with somebody because they they'd push me hard, um, and I was I do heavy stuff. I do have my little self would squat three hundred fifty pounds. Damn, I would curl like fifties, like it was crazy. I was like, ah, I'm a little Hulk. I loved how I felt, and I loved Steroids how I looked. I loved how I looked. <laughs> 
But the thing is, the look only looked good when I was wearing yoga pants and sports bra. That's the only time it looked good. The moment I tried wearing a button down and dress pants, it looked funny because I'm short and it's too much and right. just it made I actually looked heavy. Right. So I'm like, I would always wear it right for a good time. All I ever wore was like sports bras and like yoga pants and sneakers. Is that when your shortness didn't work worked against you? That's when my shortness worked against me. Is there another time that your shortness worked against you? No, I think everything else has just been a <laughs> been a plus. Okay, it's been a plus. <laughs> it's been a plus. Oh man, listen, I appreciate your time. You're you're, you're, you're delightful um, to talk to you, understand you. your, your your truth and your words. I appreciate your time. I appreciate um, you. Where do people can follow you and social media, all that stuff? Follow me on my IG. Mm-hmm. I am Justenia. YouTube. I'm Justenia Vice. YouTube. I'm still trying to drop the Vice. Let me know how I can do that, YouTube. Wait, on YouTube? <laughs> on YouTube, it's I'm just on so your you st- Do you still have the, the YouTube followers there? No, no, this is a brand new. I actually, I created that that URL name so that no one else could take it. Because back then, it was just just send your vice. Right. And I lost that account. I lost 10 million subscribers so on YouTube. <laughs> that YouTube got cut. That's too. gone. Because the password for that was reset. He changed the password. So I can't access the Yahoo account. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. My day, well, I can help you out. Maybe. Oh my God, that'd be so great. Imagine 10 million subscribers. I'm trying to think of what. Yeah, I'll just keep up. All right. I'll follow your He's team. Gonna up let us something. know. DJ Juanito's going to be the man to help me get back 10 yeah, million. Yeah, that's because <laughs> I, I had a problem with my, with my, um, with uh, SoundCloud and they deleted my whole account. I was up to like a gang of followers and mad streams. But then I started pu- putting my DJ mixes from the radio. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and then this is a year or two ago. They started cracking out on music content that wasn't yours. But I said, well, this is me talking over music uh, on a radio. And there was a, a section for SoundCloud where you could upload your mixes. Mm-hmm. But then the labels, they wanted to get counted for streams and X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. And he started yanking mixes. And at one point, and I, being the bad person, they don't check emails a lot. I didn't check the, my, mm-hmm. my inbox at SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. My inbox at SoundCloud was up to 30,000 unchecked messages but I don't check my sound call you yeah, know that's yeah. email that's whatever there was so many copyrights uh oh, emails that came out like copyright. we're gonna take down your your account we're gonna take down we're gonna remove we're gonna and revoke I'm like I did not see it yeah until the day it happened I'm like and yeah I had to recreate a whole brand new shit it hurts it hurts yeah. because it's not even about losing the audience it's about your work that you put in there right. to gain that following right. you know what i'm saying it's 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 not so easy to have people be like i like this mix i are like you on this TikTok? dj i i haven't i have an account yeah it is i am jesenia but i don't i haven't used it you I should try I make, more yeah it's good i think if this you think i'll work you think i think if, like, if the lights get taken away from instagram mm-hmm. and it and they keep it that way in the long run yeah, TikTok will benefit more because you'll see the likes, you'll see the engagement, you'll see all this stuff. I feel like a lot of couples do really good on TikTok. Like I follow some couples, and I'm like, God, they do that. Yeah, I, I, I love seeing people like in love and happy. Yeah. Right? Do you follow couple pages? Um. <laughs> do you get? Ideas? Yeah. You know what? Um, there's an Italian couple I like. They're just two. They're two funny couples. They lately they prank each other. Yeah, a lot. I like that. Where's um? Oh, what's the name? 
I forgot the name, but it's like one. We all probably seen them. I think I know what you're talking about. They yeah, do crazy not, stuff. Like she'll do something and he'll he's, level he's up. He's a gamer, so he'll be gaming, and she'll be she'll throw like Viagra in his in his Red Bull, and then like out of nowhere, like <laughs> he's walking around the whole day with a boner, like it was just random shit. <laughs> then he does that to her, and one day she walks yeah. off when she's. But got they a also thingy. have like a keyword. <laughs> so there's a keyword they say like, um, uh, something about like I don't know. They'll say fish. And that's fish, the keyword. And they got to act the fish. Oh, okay. okay. And then in, in public, he'll say like, hey, oh, babe. Oh, I like that. He's like, hey, babe, I'm horny. And she has to moan in front of mad people. <laughs> but it's like a get. Yeah, it's like a. It's a like, got to keep it exciting. Yeah, I guess. It, it's funny. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. I'm going to check them out too. And what's the other one? So what is um, what is the last thing you binge watched? I'm always interested the in that. The last thing I binge watched. Yeah. Or together. All right. I mean, I'm. I've been. I've been. Been watching. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Have you seen the um when they see us? No. What's that? It's like five. Okay. So when <laughs> if you if you watch that, you need to watch. Wait. That. What is it? It's five. It's a five episode series, mm-hmm. and it's the story of um the five kids in Central Park that were wrongfully arrested. Oh, when you see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they oh, see us. I thought you said something else. I remember. When you know I, what? I- <laughs> I was fixated. I didn't go to bed till six in the morning. No, I didn't no, no, know no, no. it was a six-hour thing. <laughs> okay, I thought you said something else. I'm sorry. I thought because the twang in, 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 I thought you said something in Spanish. Like what? When she they said? see it, they're like, "What?" I, I thought you said something in Spanish. I'm sorry. Uh, I over. Uh, I miss. But I'm watching the ranch. Ashton Kutcher. The ranch. The ranch. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm it's really funny. Yeah. It's it's a lot of conservative, a lot of liberal. A lot. It, it's really really funny. I actually <laughs> relate to the dad a lot. Okay. <laughs> He's like an old. And I'm a I'm I'm not a Republican, but he is. But there's ways that he thinks it's like so factual. It's like, why would you do that? Right. Why da da da? And I'm like, you see, you see, you see. And everyone's like, especially my boyfriend. Are you are you more political? I know you're more vocal on what's going on social issues. But. Yeah, I'm 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 very I, I leave politics alone. Right. Because I feel like everyone has valid points, mm-hmm. and I'm not here to argue who's right and who's wrong. When I see an injustice. I right. talk about that. Yeah. If it's animal cruelty, of course. if it's, you know, racism, if it's, you know, transphobicness, you know, my boyfriend's transgender, mm-hmm. you know, and I have family that identify as gay. So it's like when I see people mistreating certain people, I'm like, that's not right. Like, right. I I want somebody to be able to stand up for my for me. Right. And if I can do that for somebody, I'm going to do that. So I'm more on that, that living human activism super dope yeah, yeah that's what i do oh super amazing thank you appreciate for your amazing time thank you um and then if they want to get the project if they want to get the uh, uh, song where can they find it all you got to do is type ammo a-m-m-o mm-hmm. my name jesenia you'll see it there and um it's on all platforms it's on everything spotify title amazon Deezer, God, everything. Like now, they make so many platforms to put right. your music on. But I'm fortunate; it's it's on all of them. So appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have Thank a good one. You too. Appreciate it. <laughs> Feed the meter to put coins into a parking meter. Feed the meter.